Well, welcome to Sitka Water Streamline Podcast, where we get in the flow of what's going on at Sitka Water and take a deeper dive into some important topics. On today's episode, we'll be talking with Sitka Water's Jeff Morrison again about the future of Category of One and our pursuit of Category of One as an organization. I'm your host, Todd Fox, and I'm joined again by Jeff Morrison. And today we're wrapping up our podcast series on what it means to be a Category of One. So today I want to just dive right into the questions Jeff, um, part of the idea of Category of One is an emphasis on change and constant innovation that we've been talking about. So what do you think Sitka Water's relationship with our customers might look like in the future? How do you expect it to evolve? Um, That's a great question, and I think it's something that needs to be on the forefront of all of our minds um, because this is changing. Uh, We've talked about some topics in previous episodes about what the landscape around service and innovation is. And mm-hmm. uh, there are some people in our industry that are doing some really, really cool things uh, around technology and how they interact with their customers and, and what they do. And and so this is this is constantly evolving and changing. But I think for, for us uh, as an organization specifically, um, the idea of data for our customers is becoming more and more important uh, as as uh, they transition, as buyers change, as water treatment plant operators change. Uh, the data and and performance of their organizations are starting to matter, just like they matter uh, to our organization. And so, right. what what is the data? How are we going to be able to give it to them? And what me- method or methodology are we going to be able to give it to them? How are they going to be able to transact with us uh, easier, quicker, faster? Uh, you know, all of those things. Uh, and you know, one of the thing, one of the reasons we invested in Salesforce was for this reason because we knew down the line there was going to need to be customer portals and and online ability to purchase stuff online and and you know track spend and mm-hmm. and provide reporting and do all this sort of stuff. We're learning from Alec. Uh, just the amount of amazing reporting that they're doing over there for their customers on odor control on a monthly basis is is just unbelievable. And the data they provide the customer and, you know, category of one type of, of, of stuff. And mm-hmm. and so data to our customers, their, their uh, access to their own data and what they've done and what they've purchased and how they're tracking and all those types of things. Uh, there's a company uh, that we are familiar with that has a, a job tracker and a and a deal for their contractor group that, you know, when they give it, we get a PO for $500,000, you know, the contractor can go on at any given moment and look and see, hey, how much have I spent against that PO? What are all my prices? Where are the invoices? Where are my submittals? Oh, wow. Where yeah. are all the stuff that goes along with that job? So they can, they can, it makes their lives so much easier because now they're not having to do that work. We're doing that work for them. And, and they can see that information and, you know, see back orders and see, I mean, there's just all kinds of things mm-hmm. from a data standpoint that are going to be changing for our customers in the coming months uh, and years uh, that we have a platform that we are able to invest in and build upon uh, to make that happen. But I think that's going to be uh, the biggest difference in what we see uh, moving forward is, is customers' access to their data uh, and being easy, making it easier for them to transact and order and, and place orders and, and track their orders and all that sort of stuff uh, without making phone calls and mm-hmm. having to send emails like we all do now. You know what I mean? Right. So. Right. That's good. One idea in this final chapter that that I really liked as well is 
how a company might better determine their own relevance to their customers by asking questions about their goals in order to offer uh, more relevant solutions. So Chuck Feltz suggests this approach in the book. He says, ask the question, if, uh, if viewed from a different perspective, could my product or service be positioned to affect a more important outcome than it currently does? And he gives this example, um, say you're a golf instructor. Are you paid for a series of lessons or could you be paid maybe for turning a 25 handicapper into a 15 handicap? Uh, and which one has more value really to the customer? Jeff, what are your thoughts on on how we've offered added value to customers and will continue to employ this approach to maintain that relevancy? So, so I think we are, of all the people in the marketplace, we are prime position to be able to offer some unique solutions like this as we evolve as a company and as the market evolves. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that we have talked about. Alex Meadows has a wonderful one that's in this vein of instead of charging the customer for this product, that product, this product, that product in their water plant, chemical wise, Mm -hmm. what if we charged you per gallon of water produced and said, hey, for every gallon of water you produce, this is how much we're going to charge you. And we're going to take care of figuring out the back end of, you know, the chemical cost and keeping your tanks filled and there's some other markets in the in the in the industrial world that operate that way okay well if you're if you're a million gallon million gallon a day plant and you know hey i'm going to spend this much per gallon of water produced it's a whole lot simpler for you to just do that than it is to have to order chemicals and pay for five different chemicals and write checks and it's just hey this is how much water i produce this month this is how much money you get uh, you know what I mean? And, and, and we figure out the rest. That's, that's a, that's a, that's an end game solution, like being a 15 handicap as opposed to buying two weeks of lessons, right? That's the difference. Right. That's the difference there. And so, you know, I think that we're, we're positioned to be able to do those things. Census, uh, sells a water meter in a, in a meter reading system. And now they're moving to beyond the meter, right? Where we're going to able to put other sensors and other things out in the marketplace and out in the, just we're, right. we're positioned to be able to, to add some value with our existing products and services that, uh, our competitors, maybe you're not going to be as flexible and able, uh, to do that. And so I think that's a, that's a, uh, a really, uh, you know, where we have to be thinking, uh, where we have to be going back to my census analogy, uh, from, you know, a couple previous episodes is, you know, how are we going to stay in front of the competition and be able to, uh, be the ones making everybody else react as opposed to us having to react. And that's a, that's just a lot better place to be, uh, and, and, uh, a way to think about our business differently, uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. He said being relevant means causing better outcomes on behalf of your customers in the areas that matter most to them. That's right. So that's right. That's good. That's well, right. Feltz also says that um, employees who are involved in delivering great customer experiences are much more engaged and loyal to their employer. Uh, Jeff, I know this is very important to you. How can we help all of our people with Sitka Water feel more engaged uh, and give them a greater sense of ownership in providing really great customer service? You know, look, I I think that this is going to be one of our biggest challenges across the organization as we grow. Um, And that is 
getting the buy-in and the mentality that this is the most important thing that we're going to do on a daily basis and we show up to work here. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do we continue to beat that culture of propose a solution, have a, find a way positive attitude that mm-hmm. we're the happy customer, you know, all those things. How do we continue no matter how big we get or where we go, the guy that orders the hundred dollar part is treated the same as the guy who orders the million dollar job. Like we have to constantly be battling this, talking about this and everybody's joy and satisfaction at work should come from creating those happy customer moments and those raving fans and those stories that are created by, by taking the time to, to call a guy back who bought a hundred dollar part or to, you know, work with a customer who's got a very challenging problem in the ditch or, you know, be able to provide a solution when nobody else could. Like those are the Mm -hmm. things that we have to always be jazzed up about and celebrating and talking about and, and feeling about. And, and, uh, and, and that, that brings energy around a building like nobody's business. When we know we've been heroic, when we know we've been heroic, it brings energy, man. It brings people get psyched up. They, they high five, they're talking about it, man. Can you believe we did this? Can Mm -hmm. And so how do we bring, uh, the wow factor to a moment that's not necessarily heroic? We didn't drive 10 hours down somewhere, five hours back still here, middle of the night, pump stations overflow and we save the day. That's all that we're going to do all that. And that's going to be great. Right. And and we're never going to stop doing that. But how do we bring the wow factor on a day to day basis, day in, day out with the transactions from as small as we do to as big as we do consistently, that takes the humans that are invested in it to feel it, to understand it, to believe it. And I'll be real honest. Um, we have 170 people that work here now, close to it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you could manage that a little closer when that was 70 because you knew everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Right? You knew everything. Every You could almost go branch by branch and know what happened every day. Now that's a little different, right? Right. And so yeah. – we can't lose the touch. We can't lose the have the stories where the guy didn't get called back or he didn't get what he needed or he feels left. He feels let down because he's just a, you know, you guys are getting so big. You don't probably don't even care about our business anymore. Or whatever the whatever the stories that we might hear mm-hmm. are, it's it's that's what we have to fight against, and that's going to take every human here. Now it's not going to be every human. Um, because it's, we're not going to bat a thousand and some of us are going to have better days than others. And we're going to, sure. we're going to, you know, fight the battles every day as best we can. But w- we need 170 out of it's close to 170 people a day thinking like that and thinking, Hey, can, let me take an extra minute to do this. Let me take an extra minute to do that. And I think it will bring it, it, it will bring joy like the heroic moment where we went in the middle of the night and saved the pump station from running into the river. Mm-hmm. It'll bring joy to everybody's day when they make somebody else's day better. And we have the opportunity to do that on the most mundane of transactions. And mm-hmm. and that's where we've, that's where we've got work to do as an organization is, is finding those wow factors in the just day to day 
grind of business where we can get excited and where we can make somebody's day better uh, on the regular uh, by how we respond and what we do or a note or a card or a sucker or a package it better one package it a little bit better this time or call somebody back and see make sure their product or service is working correctly or call them beforehand or mm-hmm. call them and see how they're doing or if they need anything like it's just little things that we just need to constantly be doing to make ourselves stand out uh, and create happy customers is is uh is 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 something that that uh, we can all be thinking about and thoughtful of yeah well, but it is ama- it is amazing to see the high five and the heroic moments. We just need to find that. Oh yeah, every yeah. day, every day. Yeah, and I think that kind of teamwork and that adds to that. Even in small things, when we're doing it as a team, when the when the the um, procedures and processes are, are working right, ah. we're trusting the process. Like there's something about just knowing that things are clicking on all cylinders. So yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it's hard to believe that we're we're through here 12 episodes now of this podcast, and um, this is actually wrapping up our discussion of Category of One. Uh, we'll soon will be introducing our second season of the podcast with a, a discussion with um, the the whole leadership team talking about 2024 and, and our plan there, our superhero roadmap, going into more detail about that. But as we wrap up um, closing thoughts on Category of One, uh, I wanted to end this discussion uh, where we started by emphasizing the importance of making the decision to go. Callaway closes his thoughts, um, closes with this thought, the last part of the book. It says, it's a choice. This is your responsibility. This is within your power. You can choose mediocrity or greatness. It's not motivational cheerleading. It's pure strategy. Choose. Jeff, uh, your thoughts as we close up this this um, category of one podcast and this idea about the decision to go. So my thoughts are this. Um, everybody should read that every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a choice. This is your responsibility, not somebody else's, not the next guy's, not the guy down the line, not the next person answering the phone, not any of those people. It's your choice your responsibility. It's within your power. You have all the power. Everybody here is empowered to make customers happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it, no, nobody here can say that's, I don't, I don't have the authority or the, or the, or the ability to make a customer happy. You can choose mediocrity or you can choose greatness. And that's a choice every day that we're all going to make. Uh, and it's not motivational cheerleading. It's a strategy choose. And, and so I think, I think what I, what I want to close with here is, is 170 of us are thinking like that quote Mm -hmm. and choosing and feeling responsible and choosing greatness over mediocrity is what will get us to be a true category of one company. There's nothing I'm going to say I can motivate and encourage and we can talk about areas to improve. But at the end of the day, it's going to be an individual choice for every human that works here. Every human that works here. Mm-hmm. Are you going to choose greatness in category of one? Or are you just going to show up? And the way that we're going to re- reach our why and the way that, that we are all going to reach our goals as employees professionally and personally Mm -hmm. is by being better than our competition that's the way that's going to happen 
Uh, and believe me, our competition is every single day nipping at our heels, trying to get us to 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 fall down, trying to kick us, trying to beat us, trying to do everything they can, do what we're doing, copy what we're doing, get people to 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 change their minds about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So if we're not controlling the process of trusting the process and having the process and choosing the process of category one and being great, it's not going to end the same as it would if we were choosing that uh, as, as collectively as a group, not me choosing it, not me choosing it, not the leadership team choosing it, but each of us individually choosing uh, it will be what makes the difference in our long-term success. And we've been around for a long time and Mm -hmm. Uh, we have chosen to to be category of one in many, many ways over our 90 plus year history of being in existence. And that's one of the reasons why we are here. But if you've listened to this podcast across 12 episodes, you can, you can understand competition stronger. The expectations are higher. The, the desire for better service has never been more, uh, more important to the consumer. Uh, products are only a part of the piece of the puzzle. I mean, there's all these things. Competition is stiffer. Our competition are growing. Our competitors are getting bigger. They're doing more things. So we have to be right, aggressively pursuing that each one of us every single day. And if we do that, we'll we'll we're going to win way more than we're going to lose. And that's the goal. And uh, happy customers, our employees are going to grow and improve. Uh, our, our, our lives are going to be enriched and be better. Uh, we're going to have a healthier place to work. It's mm-hmm. all going to, it's all going to flow if we make the choice to be great, uh, and to try to be a category one company. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for making that choice, uh, to, to be great, to strive for greatness every day. And thanks for listening to, again, to this episode of Streamline Podcast. Remember to keep uh, connected via Streamline newsletters, chatter for Sicko Water updates this week ahead and more podcast release info. And thank you guys for listening to this season. And as always, thanks for being solutions driven, commitment given.